Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything neighborhood rebuilding fund at MyTalk1071.com. Trying to get to that $60,000 mark. Thank you, Barb, for your very generous donation of $100. That is awesome. I know. Thank you. So if you're not familiar with what uh, what we are doing, um, because our cities have been you know, traumatized in the last mm-hmm. few weeks. We want to help uh, rebuild minority-owned businesses on Lake Street in Minneapolis and also Frogtown in St. Paul. So we partnered with the Neighborhood Development Center to uh, help them resume, get back on their feet again, mm-hmm. succeed again. And we have so many wonderful partners who have teamed up with us. Uh, we have a couple of matching partners today. Remind me who they are, Donna. Um, oh, we have Phil Olson with Supreme Lending. We've got mm-hmm. Hammernet uh, Interior nice. Solutions stepping up for us. So thank you, thank you, thank you to them as well. And our hope is that I, I, I my hope is, and I think this is already trending in that direction. If it's not already there, for this to be our most successful fundraising event that we've ever done. Okay. Did you guys yeah. just laugh? Did you hear my throat again? No. No. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Now Did I'm it, getting self-conscious. I had one of those weird recoil burps. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, this is a good time for me to talk about you know one of those things (laughs) yeah yeah Mm. it's like anyway go donate donate at my time he's gonna start getting like uh ads for tums now on his instagram feed (laughs) (laughs) all right let me tell you this i uh i was posed a hypothetical question yesterday okay and i think you might be surprised at my answer my brother, Scooty, said, if you had to, if one of your um, co-hosts had to move in next door to you, <laughs> who would you choose? Now, that was the only way that he specified. Mm-hmm. And so I thought about it and pretty quickly, sorry, hang on one second. Here, buddy, you can't hit that anymore. Okay. Sorry, I have a little rodent in this room with me. Oh, yeah. And we had made an agreement to, for her to play quietly, and she's breaking that agreement. You know those boingy things on the back of a door? Uh-huh. So it doesn't oh, yeah. run in your wall? <laughs> she's playing with That's that. That's fun toys. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it one more time for you. Here's what <laughs> so, Sorry. Now you did it, and she's going to want to do it again. Yeah, okay, but don't touch that, okay? Okay, thank you. Uh-huh. Um, so, anyway, my brother Scooty says you can. one co-host is moving in. Any idea what I how I responded to that? Want to take a guess? You just want me to tell you. Um. Well, I know it's not going to be me. So, co-host. So it's Elizabeth. 
I said Dawn. Oh, and then he that's said, nice. wait, I meant co-host. And he said, but I'm really interested that you went with Dawn. Tell me more. <laughs> Here was my theory. And then this is a fun hypothetical game that you can um, that you can play. If you had to have a co-worker move in right next door, who would it be? My thought was this. Um, uh, Donna, you came in second. And I would say this if, if Elizabeth was in the room. She, I would not want to live right beside her. And she wouldn't want to live right beside me. Mm. Because then we have the kids are then it's like then you really get entwined because the kids are going to want to play oh, yeah. with each other and just see too much of them. Yeah, I and value I would be like privacy. hiding in my house and I would just wave, you know. <laughs> but you'd be great. Yes, you would be great to have there because you would be pretty much to yourself. But then you'd play with the kids every now yeah. and again. And I'd all watch that. out for your house. I'm a good neighbor. I'd give you a cup of sugar. She's really auditioning yes. for this. <laughs> yeah, it feels like why don't you let me make the decisions here. Okay. But then I thought I was thinking of three people that I'm on the air with, which so I was thinking of you, you and Don, uh, Don and Donna came to mind and then Elizabeth. And I thought Don just strikes me as the person that would be the you'd just be very, very low key as a neighbor. There'd be passing highs, a little chit chat here and there. A conversation could bubble up, but you'd have very just low expectations you'd let me borrow a video game from time to time she'd be in the basement playing the video game yeah and i wouldn't really see her much at all yeah (laughs) i think i see what he's doing people who he doesn't who are stay out of his business Mm. yes kelly hansen uh, a reporter on twin cities i I couldn't live beside her either because the girls would play together too much and it'd be like now we're really now there's there's just too much overlap and added bonus about me <laughs> just, uh, oh, now who's is that I my daughter is going to be twenty eight this year, and so I am grandma age, believe it oh, or not. Yeah, and yeah, I don't okay. have any grandchildren, and I won't because she doesn't want to have kids. So oh, I long for the companionship of children, oh. and I would love to babysit. Donna, you she's got me there. I would not love to babysit, <laughs> but I would certainly be friendly with the children as have I'm you ever working babysat? in my garden. Oh, of course. Yes, a garden. Just recently, um, not a not that kind of garden. Um, yeah, not that long ago, my neighbors um were out of town, and her parents were staying with the kids, but the baby got to be too much, and it was just you know a six month old. So I went over and stayed oh, with the baby. Oh, could be kind of interesting to uh to see your your baby. That'd be a fun Twin Cities live story some night. <laughs> Lou and I go out. Aunt Donna comes over. <laughs> we have a camera crew there. And then we just see... Now, the camera, though, you would really be on your best behavior. I'd want to see you, like, shooing the kids down into the basement and then putting on some hard R movie on <laughs> demand. <laughs> oh, my god! I'm actually a very responsible person, Steve. I, I know. I don't are. have a lot of responsibility. That's the thing. That's why I'm, like, old, but I'm young. You know what I mean? I'm, like, sure. an old, young person. Okay, let's flip it. If you had to live next to a co-worker who would you live next to i'd be i'd be annoying i have too many people yeah no definitely not you um (laughs) i don't know probably dawn yeah yeah dang it dawn you're coming out on top here because we have enough similarities that we would just you know be on the same page all the time Mm -hmm. but she's dependable oh yeah you guys you're Dawn. warming my heart. Mm. Update we that just don't LinkedIn. want you to quit on us, Dawn. <laughs> That's a, yeah. This is all a plan. They're like, yeah, Gee. we planned this. We're reading from a script right now. But I don't know. Anyway, I looked at it. Dawn came out on top, right? Oh, great. Yeah, I'm Dawn. Look at honored. you. I'm so pleased. Employee of the month. All right, we're yeah. out of time.
We could Sorry. use some donations, you guys. We've got to work this here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's... What can we do? Are we getting closer to our 60,000? Let's go check in on our number right now. We want to get to 60 is a great threshold to cross. You know, not as, uh, we could do better. Guys, we're at 59,630, which means we're $370 away. That could be you. You've got 370 bucks burning a hole in your pocket. You want to find a way where you can be actively involved in rebuilding our community. Do it now. It's so easy takes like a minute for you to get your payment in. It really does. Uh, it takes no time at all. You're going to feel, you know, whatever you donate, great, but you're going to feel like a million bucks. You really yes. are. It's do it's it. easy to do. Do it. Barb did it. Why don't you do it? Right? Susan did it. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Have you guys been going through your personal items to see what you can auction off for this? <laughs> I have since I'm oh, moving. Oh, what do you got? Ah, I have. You know what? Oh, I think... On the last day, maybe, I will put up for auction my uh, project down in Dirty. Uh, I have the, um, oh, the print screen things that we oh, did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, we still have those. those. And yeah. I think that I would like to donate that. Oh, that's really. And give it to the highest bidder. That's really nice, Dawn. Yeah. Again, employee of the month right here. Or I could take a picture of my foot. Yeah, won't. I, I have a picture of my foot, but it's so ugly and knuckly and weird looking. I want to see it. it can't I, be weirder than Steve's. But, no kidding. And by the way, my favorite piece of audio from last week, as, as we were listening back to, uh, to Don's prayer for my bunioned foot, initially when I sent the picture, there's a simultaneous response of Donna saying, oh, that's not that bad. And then Don saying, yes, it is. <laughs> And then as time went on, Donna no. tried to tiptoe over to the side. Oh, yeah, I guess that is weird now that I look no, at it. But that actually, means my foot looks like that. Steve, my reaction was not, oh, it's not that bad. My reaction was, mine's not that bad. Uh, well, there's only one way to prove it. Send it over to me. All right, I just sent it. Fine. Oh, okay. Bye. All right. All right. Uh, when we return, <laughs> we're going to get into our Facebook question today, which is tell us about a time that you've noticed your phone spying on you, Ooh. listening to you. We'll dig mm. into that, and we'll describe in vivid detail Donna's foot no! after the break. On my, no, we won't do that. We're fine. Okay, let's. Uh, we're coming right back. It's Don and Steve on My Talk. Thank you for listening to My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment with Donna and Steve, producer Don. I'm Steve. <laughs> and I'm down. Our God. Facebook question for today is, uh, tell us about a time it seemed like your phone was listening to you or spying. You know, you know what we're talking about. Well, some people race. have had really, like, really weird anecdotal experiences where it's just like, that is pretty weird. Now, th- this this happened because Don last week, uh, we were talking about my bunion, my jacked up foot, <laughs> and uh, and then we were listening to that with my family and then on my wife's Instagram, she got an ad for a bunion corrector. Now, she didn't search bunion corrector. I didn't search bunion corrector. It just came up. You know, it, it's, it's just weird. Now, some people would say that means that Google knows what your friends are interested in, and then they send you targeted stuff. Hey, if you like that friend a lot and you like a lot of their photos or whatever, chances are you might be interested in the thing that they are interested in as well. Get a load of this, Steve. Okay. To that point, Tana sent, um, wrote on Facebook, Donna, 
I get crepe erase ads. I have never talked about it, but streaming your show, they (gasps) show up in my email. Oh, that, that, this has got to stop. Guys, I think it's Facebook and Instagram is a offshoot of Facebook. Right? Yes, yes. Okay, so Facebook got in trouble for this because you have to go in and disable microphones. So if you have your app open, they can listen. And I think, didn't they get... Wasn't that a part of the big problem with... Yeah, that rings a bell, actually. Him being in front of whoever he was in front of. Congress. Congress. Yeah. All of the... um, There's like listening going on and things that... People didn't want... Because people keep their microphone on so they could talk to their phone, but if you have your microphone on... I mean, it's like a Catch-22. Facebook app open. Right. Right. Or Mm. Instagram open in some tab. But remember, mine wasn't Facebook. The the ads that I saw, I had the TV on. Oh. My phone wasn't even around. My phone was in the West Wing. And the next day in my email, we're... 30% 30% off crepe erase on your first order. And I'm like, I didn't even say anything out loud. I just thought it. But we figured out that it's mind reading. It's Comcast because I have a Comcast email account. Oh, I don't know. Uh-huh. That it, I don't know that it's necessarily, you know, but that's the only way we could figure it is that the two accounts were tied. My TV and my email were listening are to each other. Yes. Well, listen to this. This is a this is an interesting one. Jamie says, I'm almost scared to type it out in case it happens again, but here it goes. <laughs> Earlier in the spring, I was talking about swings. I wanted one for our deck. The ads that started filling my social media news feed were of a completely different type of swinging. Ah. <laughs> oh, boy. She was getting swinger ads from Keyboard talking swinger. about swings. <laughs> That's pretty wild. That's A co-worker crazy. and I, says Angela, were talking about funny masks I told her about the death bird doctor mask, whatever that is. My husband wanted to get uh, to be funny with all the COVID stuff. Mentioned it a few times, went on my way. Not five minutes later, she texted me a screenshot of the ad that she got on Facebook from Amazon for the exact mask. Wow. That's crazy. Hi. Do I sound weird right now? Well, we have a caller on the line That's because, yeah, that's... Oh. Oh, who do we have? Donna. I'm not sure. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the show. Hello. What's your name? Hi, my name is Terry. Terry. Terry with a T. Oh, Terry. Hi. Hi, Terry. Hi. Okay, I have t- to tell you about the strangest <laughs> thing that happened to me over the weekend. Okay. I was watching a Dateline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Show, And it was about three wrongly convicted um, young men of mm-hmm. murder in Oklahoma. And mm-hmm. I'm working on a case of a wrongly convicted man in Oklahoma. Anyway, long story short. The private detective that worked on the case helped to exonerate the three of them, and that's what we're working on, exonerate another man. I, I wrote his name down in my notes in my phone, and the next day, sorry, I opened up my Facebook, and this private detective, I got a note from him saying he accepted my friend request. What? I had never heard of the guy I had sent him no friend request, and there he was on my private message in Facebook saying he accepted my friend request. Weird. Whoa. This is a true story. So I messaged him right away, and yeah, he was familiar with this case and said he would be happy to help out. Wow. wow. Terry, thank you for sharing Terry. that. Terry. I know. Crazy, right? Terry yeah. Bear, thanks Guys, for the call. The way, my goodness. You know what we need to do right now? We need to get a caller on the line for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, bet on Steve or bet on myself. If you uh, bet correctly on who you think is going to win, you will win a prize. 651-641-1071. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Don McLean. I want to see how smart you are. All right, welcome to the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, with a score of 57 for Steve Patterson and 40 for Donna Valentine, we are playing today. It's a game we play every day here on the Donna and Steve Show at 10.30 a.m. And uh, do we have somebody on the line? Oh, Don is talking to someone right now. Oh, She's good. good. She's Harry. doing a background check with them. Okay. Donna doesn't let just anybody through. Oh, She's got no, pass no. muster for her. Uh, this is uh, Carrie on the line. Hi, Carrie. Where are you? Where are you calling from today? I am calling from New Hope. New Hope, Minnesota. Let's see what the population is of New Hope. Twenty-one thousand fifty-seven in two thousand eighteen. <laughs> Uh, now, what would you eat if you had to eat the same thing every day for the rest of your life? Pizza. Pizza. That's a that's my girl. popular answer. I think probably <laughs> the most girl. popular. Okay. Yep. Um, now, if you win today, you are going to get a comfy MyTalk t-shirt in the size of your choosing. And Excellent. today's topic on the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, if I have everyone's attention. Oh, yeah. The topic today is celebrities who went to Harvard. Oh. So... Hmm. Who do you think knows more about celebrities who went to Harvard, Donna or Steve? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> I, Steve, I love you, but I'm going to have to go with Donna. Hey, could you do me a favor? Yeah! yeah. And, and, uh, and, and cram it? <laughs> cram it. Oh, sorry. That's not very nice. <laughs> sorry, I lashed out. I got emotional. All right, I'm stepping out. Hey, I've, been told, I've been told worse by better. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, girl. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to turn my mic back on. I just heard you. That's very funny. All right, I gotta go. All right, I'll text you, Steve. Bye. Bye.
All right. Okay. I think we got this. Okay. I uh, hope so. This is, once again, celebrities who went to Harvard. Uh, the timer will start after I ask the first question. And I've already forgotten. Is it Terry, you said? No. no Car- Carrie with a K. Carrie with a K. Okay, <laughs> Carrie. So, Carrie, uh, you're going to be quiet in the background while Donna answers the question. And uh, then we will pull you in at the end to see if you want to change any of her answers. Get it? Yep, I got it. Okay, great. Like I said, the timer will start after I ask the first question. Here we go. Question one. Graduated in 1997, played the lead in TBS's Angie Tribeca. (laughs) Pass. Question two. Rivers Cuomo dropped out in 1995 to record his band's second album, Pinkerton. Name the band. No clue. Question three, graduated in 2004, current anchor and head writer on SNL. Oh, who is the current writer? Not Tina Fey, not Conan O'Brien. You said current writer, right? Yes. Oh, God. Colin Farrell. No, Colin Jost. Colin Jost final. Whoa. Okay. All right, Carrie, do you want to answer? Do you know number one or two, or do you want to change the third? I have no idea, and I think number three is an awesome guess. Okay. <laughs> I think it's right. I'm okay. pretty confident. Right. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll have Steve come back in the room here. Okay. I just texted him. Okay. All right. Ask him, ask him how many smart people he knows first. <laughs> <laughs> You're sassy. I love it, Carrie. Uh, I'm now here. Hi, Steve. Hi. <laughs> Carrie what did I miss? is still talking smack about you. Hey, hey Carrie. Sorry. Frick. Okay, here we go. Are I'm you ready, destroy, Steve? Yeah, I'm ready to destroy Carrie. Okay. Uh, once again, the topic is celebrities who went to Harvard. Conan O'Brien. The timer will start after I ask the first question. Are you ready, Steve? Yes. Okay, here we go. Graduated 1997. Played the lead in TBS's Angie Tribeca. Oh, D-word. Pass. Question two. Rivers Cuomo dropped out in 1995 to record his band's second album, Pinkerton. Name the band. Oh, Lord in heaven. Pass. Question three. Graduated in 2004. Current anchor and head writer on SNL. Colin Jost. Want to go back to the other one? Yeah, this is sure. the lead in Angie Tribeca. TBS's Angie P- Tribeca. Hmm. That one. Never even heard of that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, hey, all right. I hope we all did poorly here. That's my hope. <laughs> we'll <laughs> hashtag, hashtag blame Rocco. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Question one. Graduated in 1997. Played the lead in TBS's Angie Tribeca. Donna did not know the answer. Neither did Carrie. Steve didn't either. The answer is mm. Rashida Jones. Mm. Okay. Uh... Okay, question two. Rivers Cuomo dropped out in 1995 to record his band's second album, Pinkerton. Name the band. Oh. Too late, Carrie. It's Weezer. Okay, Donna didn't have an answer. Neither did Carrie at the time. Steve didn't have an answer. The answer's Weezer. Dang it. Okay. (laughs) 
Question number three. Uh, graduated <laughs> like in 2004, theory. current anchor and head writer on SNL. Uh, Donna said Colin Jost. So did Steve. That is correct. No, no. <laughs> so now we're going to go into a tiebreaker to see if uh, Carrie wins a t-shirt. Are you guys ready for this? This Come is on, an yes. audio clip. All right. Yes. Um, okay, here we go. Wallace Shawn went to Harvard. In which movie did he say this? Iocane comes from Australia, as everyone knows. And Australia is entirely... Revenge of the Nerds. And criminals are used to having people not trust them, as you are not trusted by me. So I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. (laughs) You want the movie? Movie. Uh, That is Animal House. Okay. We have Ghostbusters in an animal house. Has this ever happened in the history of college yes. pop culture? No, yeah. you're going to have yes. to make a call. It has before when we just couldn't figure it out. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I you want to do it again? You want to hear it again? Give it to me one more time. Give okay. it to me one more time. Wallace Shawn went to Harvard. In which movie did he say this? Iocane comes from Australia, as everyone knows. And Australia is entirely peopled with criminals. And criminals are used to having people not trust them, as you are not trusted by me. Space so I can clearly not choose Ooh, the wine. Inner in space. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Um, everybody Donna. loses today. Ty goes to the runner. Ty goes to the runner. Should, Donna, Ty do you want to do a we look it up? Who can I knew look the it up answer to number two after the fact. Yeah, it's that's okay, true. Carrie. <laughs> Carrie did know the answer after the fact, so I'm going to give this point to Donna Valentine. I have to make an executive decision. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry, Steve. You've won too many times anyway. So basically, hey, uh, Um, what's the name of the movie? What movie? Oh, I'm sorry. It's The Princess Bride. Oh my Uh, gosh! I forget to give the answers. So congratulations, Carrie. Yay! (laughs) You chose wisely. Nice, Carrie. All right, Carrie. I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to get to your information, you know, so we can send you that T-shirt. Okay? Yep. Sounds good. Awesome. I do it for the kids, Carrie. I do it for the kids. You're welcome. That was hard. I saw the movie too. I haven't seen it several (laughs) times. I've never seen it. You would love it. You should watch it with your children. It's yeah. lovely. It's lovely. It's a uh, staple. It's a staple, Classic. as they say. Oh, Rocco. Wow. Man, Rocco's coming in hot. Yeah, Rocco. That's good. That's good. I like Thanks, it. Rocco. I like how they're worded. I like, yeah, they're I like it. They're um, I would like to tell you about a world record that I think is in reach for all of us. There's a man who set a world record for the largest stack of eggs in their shells. Mm. Have you looked this up yet? Do you know mm. how many it, no. the world record is? No. Largest? Eggs. Eggs stacked on top of each other in their shells. Okay. Okay. So you have to balance an egg and okay. then balance another egg on top. And what All do you right. think the record is? I think the record is um, 13. The record is three. <laughs> really? <laughs> this is there. It's in our grasp. And it can't be. Now, this apparently, uh, the, the world record holder, who is Mohammed Alhamid Mukbel, has set this record and has been a balancer since he was six years old. He started just balancing things. He's 20 now, but still, I don't care how much time you've dedicated to something. I feel like if you just have a slow enough Saturday, you could break this record. <laughs> now you have to now have a few dozen do eggs. Yes. Yes. Okay. There's a video of him doing it and there's nothing special. Guys, he just has hands like the rest of us. And he gets three. Now, the, the trick is, you know, the fat part of the egg is at the bottom. And so it, that presents a challenge to even get two of them. But I think if you had, like, a rag nearby and a wastebasket, 
Yeah, sure. You, That's you something fun to do with the kids outside. You know, I as long as you have you a hose. Could do it with your roommate, Jason. Um, you guys could do the egg thing together. Yeah. Egg gets everywhere. One thing leads to another. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Oh, okay. Now this. Herb to the world, there I got herb. It's always ready, Steve. Oh, it's always ready. I just love that. Uh, we're oh. going to get tipsy when we come back. Oh, I have a great new game to recommend. Like a board for, game? For your next game night. Yes, kind of oh. like a board game. It's really fun to play with friends. Uh, it, it's just, we just had so much fun playing it. So I'll tell you what it is when we return on the Don and Steve show when we get tipsy on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. And thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, Don McLean, all at your service. In fact, we're here to be helpful right now. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Have a good time with your friends and your trusted family. Have a good time. I got a game. That I think you're going to like. Now, I guess there's like a family edition now, and there's different versions of it that you can get. And it's not new, but it's new to me. And that counts for something. Right, girls? Yeah. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard of Wits and Wagers? Yes. Have you played it? Yes. Did you like it? I don't remember how to play it. I feel like I played it at Christmas because we always try to have a new board game. So here's what it is, essentially. Um, The the great part about it is it's a trivia game. It's a trivia game, not like Trivial Pursuit. It is closest without going over, and it's a guessing game. So Price is Right rules, always in effect. So, for instance, a question might be, in the 2004 presidential election, how many total votes were cast? So then you just make up a number... Yep, but you're trying to, you make up a number and then everybody around the table comes up with their guess yeah. and then they put them out on this table from lowest guess yeah. to highest guess yeah. and then you can bet chips, like little poker chips on it yeah. and different things pay out different odds. It's kind, That's all kind of quirky. Yeah. But then you're just trying to, who, who uh, the, the winner is the person who was closest without going over. But what's really fun about the game is you get a peek inside of your friends and family members brains because you know how would you answer that question how many total votes were cast in the 2004 presidential election you learn that some people have a really firm grip of what the population of america is uh others not as much yeah (laughs) and this is for a variety of other questions for instance how many years after coke was diet coke introduced and it was like 121 years. Some people guess three years. Some right. people guess 30 years. Yeah. Coke came out in the 1860s. Oh, and wow. Diet Coke didn't come out until 1982. Yeah, it's really, you're right. It's fun. I, I teamed up with my Uncle Jimmy. And, uh, <sighs> He's we did, a ringer. We did fairly well, but there were ones that were complete fails, you know? But what's great about that is when the question, you can see some people panicking and there's a 30 second timer and you're like, okay, what am I, am I about to just. 
I'm going to put this out there, and people are going to know that I'm dumb on this topic, or maybe you just happen to get close. And then you you see where all the money goes, too, because then all the answers are out there, and now you've been informed by other people's guesses what might be right, and so then you can put your poker chips accordingly. And, you know, it's it's simply whoever has the most poker chips at the end, and what's nice about it, it's a finite game. Seven questions. Boom. Okay. I wonder if you like that game, if you would like the game. I think it's called Chronology. Hmm. I think. And it's kind of the same thing. You have to put the years in order. Chronological order. order. Correct. (laughs) Chronology. uh, Oh, and they'll give you like events that happen. Yes. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. And you have to de- you have to determine which came before or after. And you put them in that order. Um, I haven't played it in a while, but it's a yeah, which historical event occurred first. Okay. And you put That's in- fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a really fun game. Um oh yeah, I see it right there. Chronology. You could do yeah, add that, add wits and wagers. What's fun is each time you get these conversations afterwards, after all the bets are placed, and whoever wins wins that round. Of how did you come up with that number, or why did you guess that? And it's just you know, it's just a fun loosey goosey game. And you know how I like my games, Donna. Loosey goosey. <laughs> I know it. I hear you clucking over there, big chicken. Do you guys have a favorite <laughs> game that you play whenever you're like I... only one game exists? Categories. Yes. And I like the one where you make up the definition too, Balderdash. That's super oh, I've never fun. Never played Balderdash. Oh, we should totally play that sometime. It's really fun. Because could we play it on the air? I think we could. I think we could. I'd have to figure out how during a show meeting off the air later on. We were going to do catchphrase every Friday. Remember, you were bringing catchphrase yes, in? Yeah, I love catchphrase. Fun. Yeah, that one's categories is good. Don, how about you? I'm not a big game player, but I, I think. Cards Against Humanity is the only game I've played in the last, I don't know, handful of years. Yeah. Yeah, I've never, I've never played that game. I don't like don't, it. You don't do it. I, oh. Yeah, Steve, Steve do not ever, not ever. You're ever. too innocent. <laughs> don't ever even pick up a deck. Okay, now I want to look into it. No, don't. Maybe you should get the kids' version. Yeah. I think there's a kids' version. Do they have a kids you should one? have that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not as politically incorrect. I mean, this is filthy. Oh, it's a party game for horrible people. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's what it says. I actually am not a fan of it, but I know people who just think it's hilarious, but I always feel like I have to fake laugh and be like, oh, you <laughs> chose that one. Okay. Oh, it's just, I don't know. Oh, so you fill in the blank here. So one says, yeah. this is the prime of my life. I'm young, hot, and full of blank. And then you have weird cards that you will put down as your answer and nobody knows like when you give the person reading the card then they pick their favorite one the funniest oh. the funniest and then and then you go oh that was mine <laughs> oh yeah this is filthy yeah it's bad really bad but steve i've really can i uh, just give you quick good news while we're getting tipsy oh, i'd love that yeah um disposal let me try that again disposable urinals mm-hmm, mm-hmm are like a big thing right now. They are selling out online and um, they, they're just basically bags that people are putting in their doomsday prep oh, materials, yeah. you know, like you've got band-aids, you've got some almonds, 
and you've got some disposable <laughs> that's urinals. It. That's all you need. <laughs> they should name it Pop a John. You know? Yes. Well, I. I'm looking at one. I think there's a commercial yeah, for here's, it. Here's Here a we commercial. Go. Introducing the Travel John, disposable urinal bags that are convenient, unisexed, sanitary personal urinals containing Lixorb technology. Travel John products are also great for pee emergencies, and they're strongly recommended for emergency preparedness supply kits and essential disaster kits as part of the combination disposable bathroom kit. There you go. There you go. Yes. They ha- they used to make these cones for women so you could pee standing up. Oh, and I can't remember what I they know were called. What you're they were called like about. the pee girl or something. Yes, or- I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Right, and then you just you know you hold it up to your thing, and then yes. it won't yeah. make a mess because it's a cone yeah. like a funnel, like yeah. you know changing your oil. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. like that fanny funnel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not a fanny funnel. A frontal. That British people are freaking out right now because that's Oh, it's a bad word. Oh, uh, fanny is different. We we yeah. Is it really? Yeah. I'm it's out. the front. Fanny's the front? Yeah, funny, fanny is the front. That's why Rumor. they think us saying fanny pack is so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> Cuz we we the it's a very PC way of saying a butt for us. Right. Yes. Fanny like is Like tushy. No, fanny oh, is careful. on a girl. Different. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. And I'd like to have an adult diaper on someday. I think I will do that. Just maybe, just for a little bit for us. I'd like to experience peeing. Thank you. I th- that's a great in idea. A I think. We and I have to pee so often, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't want to be sitting in that. Yeah, I want to be kind of crunching it around. It'll make my butt look bigger too. <laughs> Score. All right. Um. Hey, when we come back. Um, the bus from Into the Wild has been airlifted out of the wild. I'll tell you why coming up next on my talk. Whether it's Fred Meyer Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Fred Meyer has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone.